Well, Christmas is here. And each of the Sundays of Advent leading up to Christmas, the sermons on Sunday morning have focused on something that we might want for Christmas. Not something that we will find wrapped up under our tree, but something we need inside ourselves, in our hearts, in our souls. What are the things we need to live in these times? Because these are unsettling times. There's kind of a collective anxiety that seems to be going around. World events and national disasters and the mood of our nation and personal circumstances are stretching us. And a lot of people feel lonely and lost and scared. So what do people who want to honor God need to live in these times? And the first three Sundays of Advent, uh, that spiritual season of preparation, we have said that peace, stability, and courage are things that we might want. We need peace because we worry. We need stability because the depth it brings helps us from getting knocked over by every outrage that comes down the pike. And we need courage because we get afraid. And tonight we come to the fourth thing we might want for Christmas. On this Christmas Eve night, all I want for Christmas is faith. And I say that admitting to you that, you know, I'm a master at being cynical. I'm kind of a tamed cynic. How about you? If you, um, if you think modern art is a joke, if you think all those smiles on Facebook aren't telling the whole story, and uh, if you think eating kale is not as life-changing as people are telling us, you might be cynical too, huh? Now, I'm not talking about faith in the world getting better or faith in government or faith in the goodness of humanity or in your team making the playoffs or even faith in religion. For several years, Macy's did a, a Christmas promotion and it was just called Believe. Believe. Believe in what? Believe in who? Macy's never told us. And everyone was just fine with that. But that's not faith. The faith I want to lift up for us tonight is faith in God. That God is with us. That God is moving. That God can do things. That God is with us even when it looks otherwise. Faith in God can be a healing balm for our anxiety. There was a woman in this congregation some years back who shared with me a story that uh, happened in her Alcoholics Anonymous group one night. They were working on the third of the 12 steps. And the third step is when we have made a decision to turn our will and lives over to the care of God as we understood him. And a woman got up that night in that group and she began talking about the anxiety in her life that she was experiencing. And she said that she came to realize that anxiety is a symptom 
of low-grade atheism. Now think about that. Is there a low-grade atheism running around? And is it part of why we're on kind of the verge of a nervous social breakdown? Is it because we really don't have faith that God is present or we really aren't allowing him into the picture or we aren't open to him breaking into our world and into our lives? All I want for Christmas is faith. Mary had faith. When Gabriel is sent from God to speak to Mary, the message that she will conceive, that she will give birth to a son who will be the son of the Most High God and that he will have a kingdom, Mary questions, how can this be? Because she knows she hasn't been with a man. First thing about faith in God, it questions. Throughout the story of God in the Bible, go through all 66 books and we find people wrestling with God and wondering about God and questioning with God. And God invites that. Questions are not necessarily anti-faith. The answer to Mary's question, to Mary's question, is that the Holy Spirit will come over her and the power of the Most High will overshadow her. And even that invites more questions, doesn't it? But if Jesus is the Son of God, then His birth had to be absolutely unique and had to be of God. To help and save us, He had to be divine. Faith didn't explain away the mystery, it sought to live in it. Faith can be afraid. It says Mary was troubled. Gabriel had to tell her, don't be afraid, Mary. Just because I have faith in God doesn't mean I won't be fearful at times. Jesus had perfect faith and he shook like a leaf in Gethsemane. Faith is being open to God. Faith says... This can happen. Faith is open to possibility beyond understanding. And this faith is not in our ability to have faith because sometimes our faith, many times our faith is small and it's weak. It's not in our ability to have faith. The faith is in the Lord. God is the object of our faith. Mary was told, for God, nothing will be impossible. The message was not, for you nothing will be impossible if you have enough faith. No, the emphasis was on God. God is the one who can bring his word to fruition. Mary is merely asked to be available, to be receptive, to let that happen. Faith is not always knowing where it's all going to go. Mary had no idea. Joseph had no idea. Faith doesn't mean it's always going to be easy and smooth. It wasn't for Mary. It wasn't for Joseph. It wasn't for Jesus. But in the events surrounding the birth of Christ, it is those who have faith, who are open to God's possibilities. They are the ones who receive. They are the ones who see the blessedness of God. It's Mary. It's Joseph. It's shepherds. It's Elizabeth. It's Simeon, it's Anna, and the like who get to see and who get to experience. They didn't have absolute understanding, but they just didn't have a lot of spiritual blockage. 
God is able to enter this world because some people had faith and not particularly educated or particularly religious even or particularly well-to-do people. God tends to come more when there's faith. You know, there's a line in the Gospel of Mark telling of this life of Jesus and He goes to his hometown and it says he could do no deed of power in his hometown except he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And it says he was amazed at their unbelief. We might think they didn't have sophisticated problems like we do today. Well, they had Herod and they had taxes and they worried about what was boiling over in the nations around them. And living under Roman occupation was no picnic for the uh, Jews who struggled and longed for independence. And the powerful exploited the poor. And there were senseless mass killings led by Herod. And Jesus' family ended up fleeing their home as refugees. The world was shaking just as the world is shaking tonight. Our world is shaking tonight. And the words of the prophet Isaiah were no less true for them than they are for us. That the people were walking in deep darkness and they longed to see a great light. Some people might say they've lost their faith. They thought faith was having some kind of inner peace and equilibrium that brings comfort. And then when they come to struggle with the real difficulties and the real burdens of life and become aware of their own weaknesses, it becomes too hard to believe. Self-confidence is every, something everybody must have, but it is not the same thing as faith. Faith is much deeper. Faith is something that must be deep enough to hold when we are weak, when we are sick, when we are scared, and when things go generally rough. Thomas Merton, the late Trappist monk and the writer, he said, when people reach the point where they can no longer see the way and guide themselves by their own light, They refuse to go any further. They have no confidence in anyone except themselves. This is when faith is nothing more than emotional illusion. It is rooted in feelings, in their temperament. And when we enter some time or experience of darkness in which we find our strength to be insufficient, or our virtue just doesn't hold, or we have nothing of our own to rely on and nothing in our nature to support us and nothing in our world to guide us or to give us light, then we find out whether or not we live by faith. It's the most natural thing in the world to ask God, why does he allow things as they are? And why so much chaos with no end in sight? And why so much warring and madness? But maybe God is shaking us from holding on to false confidences and finding our security in things that really don't last. And maybe he's shaking us to show that only as he is real and that he wants us to live closer and in a deeper trust with him, with faith. Father Alfred Delp, a Jesuit priest who was condemned for his opposition to Hitler and eventually died in a Nazi camp, said amidst the turmoil of his times that the world, what the world needs today are people who have been shaken by 
ultimate calamities and emerged from them with the knowledge and the awareness that those who look to the Lord will still be preserved by him even if they are hounded from the earth. Do I believe that God is in control? In spite of the turmoil, is he still on the throne? God came into a world just as dark as ours and he made himself just as vulnerable as we are when he came in Jesus Christ. He did this to show who God is. And John tells us in his gospel that to all who received him, who believed, had faith in his name, he gave power to become children of God. And the message tonight is not that faith is always easy. I don't think it is. But it's what we need. And faith is a gift. It says this in Hebrews, the book of Hebrews. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would approach him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And Jesus told a parable one time, and it ended with a question. And he ended it with the question, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? What if at the end of time, Jesus found churches but no faith? What if at the end of time, Jesus found religion but no faith? What if at the end of time, Jesus found all these spiritualities but no faith? Mary didn't ask, how will I know? She asked, how will this be? Mary opened herself to God in faith. Mary said yes to God. And it didn't mean she understood every detail or that she had all the answers or that she didn't struggle as things went on. But if God is God, all things are possible with him and for him, which doesn't mean that all things will happen, but all things can happen. Faith will always lead us to more than we can possibly imagine. There will always be obstacles, there will always be closed doors, but we can have peace and stability and courage and faith that God has not led us somewhere just to abandon us. No, he hasn't. Because... He's Emmanuel, God with us. And may strong and enduring faith be the kind of faith you get for Christmas. Amen.